This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back. We got a big hour. Uh, we have tracked the line on the uh, Super Bowl. You're right. And it is it has been uh, frantic and crazy. Yes. yes. And I want you to help me with this in a few minutes because uh, the money started on the Chiefs and then it went to the Eagles. Weird, big huh? time. Uh, the swings that are insane. And uh, we're going to get into that. But I'm alive with those right now. He did a terrific column, really capturing the excitement of the city. From the Inquirer.com, our partner here at WIP, Mr. Marcus Hayes. Hi, Marcus. Angelo, if they beat Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, you should have to do another whole year just so no. you can gloat. <laughs> no. I, you know what? Just know wherever I am for that year, Marcus, I will be gloating. Yes. Because it will be a but, – but from your perspective as a writer, Right, Marcus? This is a great matchup, isn't it? Couldn't be better. And, yeah. you know, honestly, I'm, I'm delighted I don't have to cover the, the smugness of Joe Burrow, who's a wonderful quarterback, but, mm. like, he makes Tom Brady look humble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. So tell me what you feel about the matchup, Marcus. Uh, the Eagles are the best team. Yeah. Like, they're the best team in the league. And, you know, it would be a great – I mean – the Chiefs are really well coached, despite to your you know to your dismay. And Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback maybe ever. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna, by the time he's done, when he understands what he's looking at a little bit better, he's going to combine Aaron Rodgers' arm with Tom Brady's knowledge. Hmm. All that said, the Eagles are by far the best team in the NFL, and they should smoke this. Kansas City Chiefs team, which had a hard time with a Cincinnati Bengals team that was just pretty good, you know? So at home, and I know Mahomes threw for 300 yards and two touchdowns on one foot. So that's kind of how good he is, but it's also kind of how the good the Chiefs aren't. The Eagles, right. the Eagles could win by two touchdowns. Oh, Marcus Hayes is coming out hot. All right, but Marcus, Pat, uh, Mahomes is great. No one's going to argue that. Is Hassan Reddick the antidote for Patrick Mahomes? One of them. But to me, this the, the, the secret of the Eagles, the best thing the Eagles do is they cover good receivers. And they cover them to the degree that Hassan Reddick has time to get home, what, what is it now, 19 and a half times? Yes. In, in 19 games. It's just ridiculous. He's not a guy who's blowing past you or bull rushing a guy. He's an effort stack artist. He keeps going, he keeps going, he keeps going. And you can't be you can't be successful as that guy unless you have time to get there. And these defensive backs give him time to get there. I talked to uh, Avante Maddox yesterday as he was walking out and he's like, I'm definitely gonna play, I'm gonna play as good as I'm gonna play a good two weeks from now as I as I did today. 
and he's limping. Yeah. These yeah. guys really want to win. They really want this. It's an awesome thing. Marcus, I, I, so I'm reading your column. I, I am, I'm embarrassed to ask this next question, but if anybody else missed this. So you're talking about Reddick and how he was at Temple and how now he's like a stud player in the NFL. He almost quit at one point at Temple. He almost yeah. gave up. Really? We did. We did a really good in-depth column on or, or story on Reddick. I didn't do it. I can't remember which of my colleagues did it. It might have been Jeff McLean. It might have been Matt Breen. I'm not quite sure. But there was a point where he was he was he walked on, so he wasn't getting any money. So his mom would bring him groceries to, you know, sort of defray the cost of being at college, just like a regular student, you know, because that's what he was. And he was like, Mom, I'm, I'm not playing. They don't really seem to have any plan for me. I need to quit college because you can't be killing yourself like this. And she talked him out of it in, in her wow. car, you know. Wow, she was like, nope, story. you're my son. You're living your dream. We'll do what we got to do for however long we got to do it to make sure that you get the best out of this. And look where he is now. That's the dream for sure. I I, I want to talk about the two co- uh, two coaches for a minute because if you just want to look at it from one perspective in this game, Marcus, it was the challenges, the one that uh, Shanahan didn't do on Devontae and the one that Nick did on the uh, the hit that knocked Pur- uh, Purdy out of the game. Weren't those two absolutely major moments in that game? They were, but I don't I don't fault Shanahan. Hmm. Honestly, because it, it, my, my argument against challenges is that every challenge in every sport should come from the booth. You're asking, uh, especially at, at that time of the game, it was the first drive, if I'm not mistaken. You lose yes, that challenge, will. you lose that timeout. You don't. It's just a horrible position to put a head coach in who can't see all the angles himself. You know, so I don't. I will never fault a, a head coach for not challenging something that his. 15th assistant didn't determine on, you know, one replay was challengeable. Well, usually a player will tell you. Yeah, Marcus, the fact that he got up and he was punching uh, his fists together, doesn't that indicate to the other team that he doesn't think he caught it? Absolutely, but you you know if you're Mike if you're uh, Kyle Shanahan, you can't see that on the opposite sideline, forty yards downfield. Hmm. Yeah, you, you know? need your player to say to you. Yeah, he, right. The, the, the cornerback many, has to yeah. say something. How many, yeah. how many times have we seen players be like, "No, no, no, you got to challenge that. You got to challenge that," and they're just wrong. Yeah. You know what about it, the it's other just, one? It's a horrible system. It's it, it, my my solution fixes that. So I'm, a, the I'm, other I'm one, with you. Yeah, the other one, I, time, right? Well, because like, he he got rid of the ball and then it hit his arm again as it was coming forward. And it almost looked like he still had the ball in his hand. But Nick made the right call there, mm-hmm. and, and it was a huge play. It was a turnover. It was, but in, to the 49ers' detriment, they didn't rush. They didn't hurry. That's true. You know, You're yeah, right. I mean, You're right. That, I mean, and I don't know that the quarterback who did it himself even realized because it was such a bang-bang thing. I'm not sure that he even knew because by then, after that first hit, his arm might have been numb because he came out of the game. Great you know, point. that knocked him Great out point. of the game. So, yeah, I'm, I, I have a hard time ever criticizing challenges or non-challenges unless you have a ton of time. Like, you, you go to timeout, there's a commercial break, something like that. It's, it's just a horrible system. And it doesn't have to be that way. And it's one of the things that the NFL could fix in a heartbeat and just refuses to. Yeah. Valid if point. You, if you could go to a booth review in the last two minutes of each half, yeah. why can't you go to a booth review all game long? 
Yeah, I'm glad they can't do that. Yeah. That might have changed things. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus, fourth and one from your own 32. Crazy. Oh. Gave, I mean, what do you I think of like, that moment? In the moment, I was having flashbacks to the Philly special because in that moment, I was like, Doug Peterson's a second-year coach. If they lose this game, he's getting fired because of this. Yeah. I don't care that they're in the Super Bowl. You know, in the same at the same moment, I was like, Dick Sirianni's insane. What's he doing? You know, you punt here. Honestly, fourth and three earlier than that, I was like, this is a 52-yard field goal. You got to take it against this real good defense. And you know, they got lucky. Yeah, just like Doug. Doug <laughs> threw a That's trick what play I thought. Belichick and got lucky. They got lucky that, that that play didn't get challenged with Devontae Smith. Oh, absolutely, Marcus. You were you covered the Phillies during the run. You covered yesterday. Same mm-hmm. atmosphere. Uh, compare the atmospheres at those uh, sports events. No, the Eagles are the number one seed. The Eagles have won a Super Bowl within the last five years. Everything that happened with the Phillies, especially at home, was like this gigantic bonus. And you thought you were going to wake up from a dream at some point. It didn't have the same kind of flavor. You know, you had a returning MVP candidate who's relatively healthy. That didn't exist on the Phillies. You know, Bryce Harper was diminished. So the Phillies was a much bigger sort of groundswell of emotion. It was a much bigger deal. You had more people doing unlikely things. I mean, the loudest I've heard of a crowd in Philly, even more so than Bryce Harper's game-winning home run, I think, in the NLCS, was Reese Hoskins' homer, where he threw the bat down. Wow. He, th- he hit the home run, and the, and the crowd went crazy, and he threw the bat down, and the crowd went crazier. You know, wow. So it's not the same thing because the Phillies were a, a bonus. And the Eagles, people would have been really upset if they lost the game Oh, God. Very true. I see the difference. Marcus, <clears throat> always a pleasure. Now, because there's more time here, we'll be seeing you in studio again with us. How much fun will that be? I can't. I, I, it's unspeakable joy on my end. I can, I can hear it, Marcus. I can hear it in your voice. Thank you, my friend. Marcus says, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to Levert in Philly. Hi, Levert. Hey, good morning, everyone. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. This thing is just beautiful. Uh, I believe the slogan should be, we don't need no rah-rah speech. Man, this thing, Hassan Reddick played light out, smash mouth football. We the don't know no their thing. stop. I gave you such a perfect slogan. Right now, as we speak, if there's a T-shirt company out there, all you got to put on the shirt is, the time is ours. Boom. Yes, it is. It's our yes, it twisting. How, what, what is yours? Is we don't need no rah-rah speeches. That's a horrible slogan. <laughs> My slogan, I should be t- selling these myself. The time uh, is ours. And then Andy Reid with his big, fat face. Oh, perfect. Out, Angela. Oh, can come I, on, LaVert. Can, can I redeem uh, Hertz for yesterday? Yes. For his singing. Yeah, was it great? Why, you want to try it, LaVert? Yeah, I want to try it. Let's do it. Let's hear it. Okay. Here we go. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly, score a touchdown, one, two, three. Hit them low, hit them high, 
and watch our eagles fly, fly, eagles fly, on the road to victory. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagle. All right, LaVert, that, I thought that was good, but we have one singer on this show, mm-hmm. Ruben Amaro Jr. Mm. Ruben, you can sing. Not was really. that a good rendition? It was a B. It was a B. No, it was a solid B, though. It was a B. LaVert, B that was quality. I thought it was an excellent job. Much, much better than well, Jalen. Thank you, my friend. No, it was a, but, but uh, I thought you'd give it a higher mark. It was Why? Because well, it was in tune. Oh, okay. Which is not what I mean. Uh, Hertz's was uh, Joe. Just play me a little bit. Or Al, he went off like on the fourth fly, note. Eagles, uh, it's already on off. The road to victory. No, no, that's that's it. all right. Re, the re was real bad. And the re was bad. Hundred percent for effort. Levert nailed all that, and then this guy only gave him a bit. You want to try it for an A? No. Give nope. the guy an A. No. What do you think right. uh, Anita Baker, what's her name, told him oh, afterwards? Oh, Anita, Anita Baker. <laughs> I believe Anita Baker heard that and resigned from singing. <laughs> he got her there to do the national anthem. That was pretty that, big. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think that's NFL decision. Yeah, but I'm sure yeah, but he had a lot fan. to do with it. Yeah, he's the one. I mean, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. All right, then Anita's probably saying to him today, Jalen, don't <laughs> sing. Leave that to me. You do the quarterback. I'll do the sing. Mario's up from San Francisco. Hi, Mario. Hi, guys. Happy Eagles Day. I just got back. Actually, I just got back from the East Coast. I had to go to a uh, funeral. My niece passed away. She was a uh, former lieutenant in the Air Force, and she passed away. Uh, it's kind of right now. We did, it's an investigation going on. It's only oh, right. so, sorry to hear that, Mario. But you're in the city. What kind of vibe happened after the game? Because it, it would have ended there like fairly early. Are they angry at the coach? Are they angry at Trent Williams? What are they saying in Frisco right now? Right now, I think everybody's just in a state of shock because they didn't they didn't expect. I don't think a lot of people truly expected the 49ers to win, but the way that the uh, quarterback got knocked out mm. and they didn't have a true backup, I think they kind of pissed off at the coach. Realistically, the news media is kind of like they're kind of downplaying, it, but they're pointing fingers at Shanahan for not being, you know competent enough to have a competent backup. Mario, I have never seen a situation in modern football where one of the teams in a playoff game was unable to throw a forward pass. (laughs) Mario, I'm still trying to process that. They had, other than just tossing it out like five yards to McCaffrey, they had no plays they could call. And not hiding it. (laughs) Mario, they didn't even try to hide it. It was like we have no way to throw the ball down the field. And we have a cut of Greg Papa, who is yeah. actually Gary Papa's brother, who calls oh. the games for San Francisco. Where he, you, you want to hear it? The pain yeah. in his voice. Okay, here we go. This is after Johnson got injured. All right. <laughs> and, and, and he was the guy yeah. was referred to by I think as a tight end yeah. or a fullback. The full I didn't even know we had what fullbacks the fullback anymore. doing out there. No, Mario, that was cra- they must be very upset in Frisco. They are. You, you think you remember like, the earlier part of this month? We had like uh, almost like eighteen straight days of rain of, 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 of oh of yeah. Uh. Things. If you think that was bad, you should see the people's uh, uh, the, the attitude out here right now. It's like five o'clock in the morning. 
All right, Mario, listen, I need your help. I need Mm -hmm. you to say there was a talk show host in Philly today that told all those jackasses that came here and desecrated the Rocky statue. And all those jackasses, I went on San Francisco Sports Radio and acted like they were taking over Philadelphia. Tell them to go to hell, all right, Mario? Because they're all a bunch of losers. And could you please let them know that I'm calling them out? And if they want a piece of this, they know where to find me. I want to wear my Jalen Jalen Hurts shirt, too, to the gym today. I like it, Mario. And if they don't like it, kick their ass, all right? Because that's what I'm going to do. If Trent Williams crosses my path, he will be in serious danger, Ruben. Serious danger. I can see that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's shaking right now. 215-592-9494. We come back. Somebody's got to explain this out. Normally, Jonesy does this because uh, he's a degenerate gambler. He is. <laughs> what has happened with the line on the Super Bowl already is unprecedented. I'm going to explain it to you, then you're going to explain it to me. Uh, Coming up at 825 right now. So I come in and I say to Al, wow, look at that. The Eagles are favored. That's beautiful. And Al says to me, no, they're not. And we get into an argument, Mm -hmm. and it ended up we were both right. Yes. All right? (laughs) So before we do that, let me just uh, change this question here Mm -hmm. because there's one more I need to get. I'm trying to prepare my my mind out for the Super Bowl. So, Ava, what's the end of our first question? Well, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Looking to buy or lease a new Silverado? Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find a rose at ArminChevy.com. Who is the best off-season pickup by Eagles GM Howie Roseman? 82% 82% Hassan Reddick. It's not even close. Yeah, it's 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 just... Brown a distant second. The yes, other guy's correct. negligible. All right, go now to our second question. Which coach in the Super Bowl do you admire more? Nick Sirianni, Andy <laughs> Reid. Uh, mine is Sirianni. Al Morganti. Sirianni. Rear you. Sirianni. All right, Rube. Moment of truth. I know you, you don't have Sirianni's number in your phone, but you got Reed's. No, I don't. You got Reeds. Yep. Which coach do you admire more? Sirianni. <laughs> All right, Ruben Amara, you are my hero. So you I like Sirianni better? I really like him. I, I think he gets it. Do you feel he's come that, a long way from the flower uh, analogy? Do you uh, <laughs> do you agree with my uh, sense that uh, we had fourteen wasted years here with Andy? I Reed? do not agree with that. Do at you all. feel that everyone uh, who is an Eagles fan should take off the fourteen years, the Andy Reid years? They should not. Al, that would make me back in my prime in my fifties. You with me, Rube? <laughs> No. Not with you. <laughs> the guy <laughs> called in who uh, was 54. He is now 40. 40. There you go. The Reed Andy years. Reed years. All right. Anyway, uh, let me. I, I, I don't understand this. And now I hereby appoint my assistant here, Kyle Quinn. That kid. As my new <laughs> gambling authority. Because Jonesy, we don't know when or if he's coming in anymore. Yeah, he's done. And, and, and Jonesy's a big gambler. And Kyle, I just learned, is also he yep. will wager from time to time. Yes. Right, Kyle? Correct. In fact, from what I understand, yesterday you had a very good day because you parlayed the Eagles and the Chiefs. Uh, Well, I, I had a parlay on the Chiefs game. So a few different legs oh, within that game. Yeah. And you won the legs. I won all That's of the legs. That's a nice one. 
I so Al, he knew of something called Action Network. All right. What is that, Kyle? So it's just a it's a gambling tool, I guess. It compiles data where you know where the money's moving, where uh, professional bettors are putting their money down. Just compiles all that data, and you can. It's just a tool to help you, you know, make money and right. find the right side. And it monitors all the odds throughout. It monitors it minute by minute. All right. Uh, so at ten oh four, the Chiefs game ends. All right, and there was they posted an opening line, and what was that opening line called? It was minus yeah, two. Minus two. It was minus two. At ten oh six, two minutes later, it was minus one and a half. All right. At ten fifteen, eleven minutes after the original posting, it swung over to Eagles minus one, a swing of three points wow. in nine minutes. And it wasn't done there. Five minutes later, the Eagles went to minus one and a half. Seven minutes after that, 1027, Eagles minus two. 1033, Eagles minus two and a half. Four and a half point difference Mm -hmm. in 29 minutes. That is unprecedented. Without an injury. All of the, no, what happened (laughs) here was all, all of the early money flooded in on the Eagles when the Chiefs were favored. Correct. Then it started to swing a little, and at 10.07 it went back to minus two, where it currently resides. Wow. A swing in total of four points, and it is now four points different than the original posting. So what happened? Must have been somebody with a big wallet. Does it make sense to you, Ruben Amaro, that the Chiefs would have ever been favored in this game? It does not. The Eagles are the best team in in the NFL. The Chiefs are only there because of a man named Joseph Asai. Because Asai, Al, made an ass of him. Oh, my God. He shoved. Al, there's 10 seconds to go. Yeah. Mahomes is running out of bounds. He's got no timeouts, right? And this moron. They're around midfield. This moron shoves the guy after he's out of bounds, 15 yards. Now they can kick the field goal. And he got his own idiotic play. Now, here's the thing. He's on the bench, and he's sad. He's very, very crestfallen. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling him to feel better. Some jerk went over there and told him it was okay. It's not okay. And then the coach came out. And the coach said, you know, I don't like Rube when you come out later and lie to me, right? right? And the coach said it was not about one play. It was about one play. Zach Taylor's the head coach. Said, let me tell you something. Not about one play. So I'm, I'm reading this as you, Douglas, is walking it. A new midday guy. Yeah. And I went, you, was it about one play? Said, damn well it was. <laughs> it was about one play. Well, it probably was. I... I was actually torn on the call. I'm like, my God, he's chasing oh, him down. Do it's it. Mahomes. Yeah. It's like, I didn't think He was I, out of bounds, though, Al. I watched it, it was closely. A bad play, it was and a it was bad the right play. call, I thought. It was. It was now, idiotic. I'm not positive if I'm the rep, if I want that, res- yes. <laughs> rep, I want that yes. responsibility, <laughs> since I'm about to send the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But if I'm Joe Burrow or I'm Zach Taylor, the head coach, Joseph Asai is mud to me. Joseph, don't even get near me, you loser. Well, he stood up to it all, man. He did lots of everything. Unbelievable. But you know what? The Eagles are better than the Chiefs. 
Yeah. They're a better team. You heard Marcus Hayes say it. He made it sound like it's not that close. Well, I don't know how, you know, Hurts wasn't great yesterday. If the, I mean, if, if it was just yesterday you were yeah. judging off, yeah. it would be tough to say the Eagles are that much better because, mm. you know, they didn't I'll play that this. great offense. But I mean, they're going to, the when you go wire to wire good. like yeah. the Eagles, you deserve to be a favorite. I mean, they've, it's the beginning. You, yeah. you do. And I'm going to tell you something. The Niners, say what you want, they are fast on defense. They, they were the, Eagles, the Eagles will have more success against the Chiefs defense than they did yesterday. Yeah, and that well, will be a big factor. Big factor. Joe is on the line. Hi, Joe. Congratulations. The birds are going to the Super Bowl. Joe. Hey, uh, Angelo. Joe, congratulations. Be ready. Come on. I got to get a lot of callers in. Okay. Say something uh, interesting. <laughs> as far as Andy Reid goes, you're off target. All right, Max is up next. I lost him. Hi, Max. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Ed. All right, the guy wasn't that. ready to talk to me, Al. I had a very short, short mm-hmm. leash. There. Yeah. Max, what do you want to say today? Well, the first thing I want to say is, you know, my brother and my father never got to see a Super Bowl game, mm. and I'm getting to see two of them. I'm mm-hmm. getting a little emotional. But you know what? These stinking 49ers were dirty through, through this whole game. They yep. threw so many cheap shots. They were on our kickoff. After the whistle was blown, they were punching guys in the head. Then they hired Marvin Hagelin to throw those three punches <laughs> at Gainwell's arm. And the next thing you know, and this is even before the brawl, this scumbag, Trent Williams, came off the sideline after a punt went on their side, and he punched one of our players, walked over and punched them, and then walked away and went out on the field. All right, then well, after that, the brawl started. Hold on, there's two idiots here. Who are those two people out wearing? Look behind you. There's guys in our studio at, at San Francisco to start. Yeah. Right? All right, let me tell you something right now. All right, Trent Williams, what he did, fellas, you should be hiding your face. You loser should not Loser energy. You're, you're losers. I don't know who you are. Get out of here. You're freak. No, no, you're not coming in this studio. Get out. Call security. Mike, punch these I think that's uh, yeah. Joe Montana and Dumb. Rice. Dumb. Yeah, no, they're probably <laughs> dumbbells from from uh, San Francisco radio. Go to hell, losers. Here is here is what Max is talking about. Here is uh, the Trent uh, Williams brawl. Uh, number eight, Joe. Let's listen. You know, there's a lot of pushing and shoving going on, and why don't they just cool it and let this game come to its fitting conclusion? It has been decided. Oh, now they're, they're going to get now the that flag That makes now. no sense. They get the flag. The 49ers get the flag. So Trent Williams this time just takes one of the Eagles and he slams him on his back. And that guy should be eliminated from the game. Oh, he sure should. More than that, he should be eliminated from the game next season. He That's a suspendable offense. He, t- he took Kayvon Wallace out. Cheap shot at him, too. Kayvon, he didn't even see him. He mm-hmm. got behind him, grabbed him in a horse collar manner, and threw him onto the ground. Well, I heard somebody say that Kayvon could be in danger of being well, suspended for the ignorant. next game, which is ridiculous. That's ignorant because he was not the provocateur. Mm-hmm. As, as for those Niners fans, they better hope I don't come out at the end of this sec. Because, Al, if I come out, one of us is not coming back in. Uh, Can I take you. a guess? <laughs> <laughs> one guy was pretty big. <laughs> Max, anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, I'd love to hear that interview with you with the San Francisco uh, on the radio show. And then props for the O-line, defensive line, mm-hmm. Reddick. Right. Was I would not also go box. 
I would not go back on San Francisco radio because my first three words would be "eat my shorts." Ah. Well, you know what? That's probably eat my shorts, you pathetic West Coast losers. I guess your biggest fear is you get a taper. You let me tell you something right now. <laughs> you want to get on the, on my bad side, Al? You you desecrate That'd the Rocky the... statue. Oh, I thought it was the backside. Yeah. No, the Rocky statue. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, oh Al. I wanna, I'm going to confide something that people may not remember. Spinning them around. Al, I started on this radio station with the legendary Tom Brookshire. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And Tom Brookshire, there was an argument. Because back then, the Rocky statue was on the steps of the Spectrum. All right. And they wanted to move it to the art museum. Okay. And Tom Brookshire got made more enemies that day than any day I work with him. All right. When he called the Rocky statue a piece of junk <laughs> <laughs> and a movie prop. Oh, but, well, it is, but it, but it, it sort of it is. No, it is not. It is the dogs playing it, cards, and it, it's great. It represents <laughs> yeah. the heart and soul of Philadelphia. Yeah. And when you put a Niner jersey on that, <laughs> you need your ass kicked. And I'm Agreed. the one to do it. Agreed. I, yeah, I don't know that yeah. you're the one. If you Rube, if I do go out there, though, come with me. Yeah. Come <laughs> yeah. on, Rube. You can handle yourself. We'll bring a few more. Uh, yeah, they are not happy. Two, one, they do not like our fan base. They had a lot to say. They don't, they yeah. Screw them. Yeah. Go to hell. Oh, oh I'm Kyle, sorry. Kyle's chirping back at him. He's like, oh, he took the L. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say go to hell, but you already live there. <laughs> Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four WIP Sports. All right, everybody, too. The guys that are walking around here, somebody should bring security up here. These are the idiots that I talked to, Al, in San Francisco <laughs> right. last week. And they're broadcasting. They're part of the Odyssey family. But mm-hmm. right now we're having a little bit of a family feud <laughs> because they're losers and we're winners. Yeah. So I just, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to hurt them, but if I have to, I will. <laughs> Especially that big guy. <laughs> Put him down. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I just, Al, you know what's great? When there's so much emotion mm-hmm. attached to a game that guys that used to play for the teams are into it. Ah. Now, I want to go to the key moment in the game. It actually was right after Anita Baker sang a, a wonderful rendition of the uh, National Anthem. Right. And now they come out for the coin toss, and they brought out Brian Dawkins represented the Eagles, yeah, yeah. and Jerry Rice representing the Niners. Pretty good. So they're out there. The captains are out there. And and here was the key moment. Let's listen. San Francisco has won the toss. San Francisco won. I would like to see just the two captains get into it. Because Brian Dawkins is the Eagles captain, and he's out there. And Jerry Rice coming in as a captain for the Niners. Right. And uh, uh, here's the thing. In the midst of all that, the Niners deferred. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, and yep. I, Merrill wasn't thrilled with it because he said they have a great defense and you don't want to go three and out. Isn't Merrill a guy that's always I know. Always, he didn't, Al. He didn't feel <laughs> that strategy applied to yesterday. All right. But here's the thing that I love. I wanted the ball first because I could see how totally involved the fans were. And the last thing you would have needed there was a long drive by Brock Purdy. And all those guys. And then it sucked some of the life out of the crowd. Rhea, that crowd was on fire. And then they got... With the help of a bunch of huh? stuff, uh, they they had a long drive and scored a touchdown. It was like six, like five, 
plus minutes, maybe? Did you plus- not at that moment think of Mike Lombardi last Friday where he said the team that scores first is going to have a massive advantage? Uh, well, not immediately, teams- but I no, thought that I thought of it just right the away. fact that the Eagles did that was a huge advantage to them because I didn't believe in, in the Brock Purdy, not with this defensive line that, that the Eagles had. So, Ruben, I yes. turn to you because from, from what I could see from afar – Baseball is the sport that uses analytics the most. And the worst. And, and the deferring is an analytically involved decision. Right. The analytics say you should defer. It's got something to do with you get the last possession of the first half, the first possession of the second right. half. You get some advantage. I don't know. But it doesn't incorporate the emotion in the building. Of course it doesn't. This was a great advantage for the Eagles to get that ball and score that touchdown. Totally agree. My feeling was from the beginning of the game, even before the game, was that they had to set the tone. If the fans would get involved by having a long, sustained drive, they win this game. They they set the tone right out of the shoot. I love and it. You were there. I mean, you Correct. felt the emotion in the stands. It was, it was palpable. It was really huge. It was tremendous. So this is something, see, this is where you can't just look at numbers. That was a big advantage for the Eagles that they lost the coin toss. Emotion matters, especially in a game like football. All right, let's go to the phones. Dave's up from Narborough. Hi, David. What's up, fellas? What are you feeling? Excited. I saw guy you the whole time. I'm going to call Angelo. He's not done yet. He won in Kansas City. He got it. No, they're going to keep me going for a couple of more weeks here, Dave, but hey, it's the Super Bowl. I can't complain. What am I going to say? Well, you can I complain. It. <laughs> it's perfect. We, it's this old team. Yeah. I love it. So, Do you think, uh, are you going to watch the Super Bowl with your friends? Welcome my girlfriend, my friends, oh. you name it. Is your girlfriend an Eagle fan? Absolutely she is. All right. If she did not like the Eagles, would you still go out with her? As long as she's not, cow- um, she not a Cowboy fan, I'm good, but All she's right. not. She's a Cowboy fan. The uh, relationship oh. is over, right, Dave? Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. But, yeah, we're just going to talk about that, you know. All right, Dave. Dave, thank you for checking in with me. Enjoy it. On the line with us, Al, although this might be a very short call. First of all, he has uh, experienced a very sad loss in his family. His, his dad passed away mm-hmm. uh, uh, a few days ago. And Kenny from the Dirty 30 is with us. Kenny, our deepest condolences on the loss of your dad. But you were able to get to the game. What was that like for you? Sound like you. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow! It hurts, it hurts to talk so bad. It's a little it's, froggy. It's, All right, yeah. Kenny, was that the loudest you ever yelled? Uh, I, me personally, yes. It, it's funny when when everybody's yelling. What I always yell to distract the quarterback is "Dallas sucks." That's my go-to yell. Okay. All right. No yeah. matter what, Dallas sucks. How do you feel I'm about happy. going to the Super Bowl, Kenny? I'm I'm so happy because unlike unlike you know five years ago. We are absolutely the best team, and and um, uh, Mahomes with that ankle, uh, he he's not gonna be able to run away from that pass rush. And uh, you know, I, I was I'm already calling yesterday's game body bag too. I yeah, the week is gonna be body bag three. All right, that's beautiful, Kenny. I don't want to hurt your voice, Eddie. I really appreciate you checking in today. Let's go. Uh, one more win, Kenny, and it's parade time again. And I'll be on your float with you, standing right next to you. Right, yeah. Al, do you think they will give me a float? Hope not. I don't want a float. No. You won't get a float. I'm going to say this. I want to make this clear to everyone, including the people that run this radio station. Yeah. Whatever day that parade is, Mm -hmm. that's my last day. Okay. I'm not coming back after the parade. Done. 
the parade to me, that's the ultimate way to leave, Aren't isn't it? are you doing it? another week after that? No, no. I'm right. doing another week after they win the Super Bowl. Okay. And then they'll have a parade the next week, and I will go until they have the parade. Thursday. Plus my Wednesday off, of course. I wish people wouldn't stop talking about it. Even the, didn't the mayor already I don't about care. It? None of that matters, Al. It does matter. Al, it doesn't matter because the fact is we got the best team. Nothing scares us. Hassan Reddick is the worst nightmare of Patrick Mahomes. Amen. Hassan Reddick, team for Temple U, University. <laughs> Let's go to Self next. Hi, Selfie. What's going on, Angelo? How you feel, brother? I, I'm feeling spectacular. I feel like I just had a dose of Dilaudid. I hear that. First of all, I want to thank you for stopping and, and talking to me when I was with Willa Guy down at Chickies and Pete's at your car. I want to thank you for that, man. That was uh, iconic for me. Well, it was you know a bit. I mean? It was a pleasure, self. So, uh, but Will of God is kind of on my. Uh, he's on my uh, bad list right now because oh, Will of God. Uh, in an attempt to hug me, nearly killed me. Ow. He hit me so... First, he... What, is he weird, self? No, he's just energetic, man. He just, he's just very energetic, man. He Listen, he give me a handshake, and he cocks his hand all the way back down south and bring his hand forward. It's just for a handshake. It seems you know too I mean? aggressive. Will is on with us now. Will, what's that a greeting? You almost killed me. Yo, man, you know, <laughs> man, you always give everybody a hug and kiss. I don't kiss no guys, but I dance and I'll give you a hug. No, you, that hug was like a body block. <laughs> you know, you give them a pound, and then when you know, uh, well, that's how we do. We, it's a Philly thing. And I, I noticed, though, like the whole time you were videoing, what do you do with all that video? Oh, well, yeah. Um, what I do is I post it on my Instagram and TikTok at two will underscore up underscore guy. But you ain't gonna believe this, man. Yeah. I went down there. Uh, hey, what's up, so I went down there upset because um, you remember I was telling you I was riding my bike and going to cut down the tree. Oh yeah, of course. You know, I, <laughs> I actually went to the A plus uptown, and you know somebody ran over my bike. <sighs> oh, oh that's that's sad to hear. Self, can I ask you a question about Will? Do you understand what he's saying most of the time? Because we don't. Listen, Will and I have a, a podcast uh, radio show, online radio show called On Point Radio. And our callers don't even know what he be talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to be honest with you. But, 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 Angelo, yes. I promise you, he makes a world of sense in a senseless world. Oh, that's too good. Will, is that what you're going by? You make a world of sense in a senseless world? Yeah, I mean, I mean, my name on, on that radio is DJ Chill. If you go to www.talkshoe.com. Another thing to promote. Radio. But I like to have fun, man. And it's, it's a unique thing. Just like the people that I ran into. The only thing I'm having upset today is my storage is going to foreclosure. All right, but wow, you're going into foreclosure? up today at um, Safeguard Storage Unit on 66 in Boston. If anybody want to help a brother out, Will Owens, man. Save a brother. God damn. All right, but understand, Will, that you often have drama in your personal life. The devil's trying to kill me. Cars be coming, trying to kill me. The can't kill me because 
I love me so much. I'm still here. All right, Will. I ran out of things you can plug. Self, great to hear from you. God bless you. You're with uh, Will all day. Yeah. Angelo, I I just wanted to say something. First of all, I hate Andy Reid. And and what's up, brother? Very valid. Um, I hate Andy Reid. And I'm going to tell you something that you're going to hear from me first. Josh Sweat going to get his against the Chiefs because they're going to focus a lot on Reddick. I like it, Self. And then uh, Andy Reid, what Self has said is, Andy Reid's going to get his fat-ass kick hmm. right in the old two boat cheeks. Boat cheeks are getting it. Hmm. Mike's up from Baltimore. Hi, Mike. Angelo, your insight on uh, Andy Reid is spot on, man. Thank you. This guy is the narcissist king. Tried to steal Philadelphia Eagle history. This is the insight I'm, I'm going to add to what you're saying, Okay. This narcissist stole Donovan McNabb's soul and then let his kids run rampant in Philadelphia, disgrace the Eagles at their facility. I mean, we owe him, man. Got to take him down. Got to take him down. Finish this off. Mike, I was going to kind of build up toward that, but I appreciate that you got there right away. (laughs) That was very good. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Big Rube. Hi, Rube. Rube, we're going to the Super Bowl. What do you think? Oh, man, it was beautiful. It was pandemonium. Yesterday at Pitchers Pub, everybody was going crazy. I'm hugging, kissing all the ladies, and, you know, it was, it was a beautiful thing. All right, all these ladies that are kissing you, Rube, are they aware you're a Steelers fan? Yeah, they knew it. Oh, and then, you know, after that, there was the F.U. Steelers came out. <laughs> all right, because, see, the thing I'm thinking is that these gals would not be so affectionate if they knew you were kind of the enemy? Um, well, my handsome face gets around all that. It is very appealing. I can't deny it, as is your chicken. Uh, do, you, do these girls that are hugging you, are they eat your chicken? Oh, man, they were tearing it up. I, and put it this way, I, I did see the game every now and then, but it was more, you know, the ooze and eyes because I was busy as hell, and everybody was enjoying the Eagles, and they was eating – the good bird. <laughs> I'm loving it. Rube, uh, yesterday, Ruben Amaro went to the game and he tied a load on. Is there anything he could do <laughs> to get rid of uh, the hangover he has this morning? I have a hangover. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> no. Just, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> All right, well, exactly. Rube, true or false, you drank to excess. I had a few shots and a couple of cocktails, but I was exactly done right. before the first half. I just figured, Rube, you know, sometimes the right food might neutralize some of the alcohol. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he'd be good. He, you know, come, hey, Rube, come holler at me Thursday when I'm back open at Pitcher's Pub. Yeah, I'm sure by <laughs> Thursday he'll still have that. <laughs> Rube, we love you, man. Holla. Oh. There you have it, 215-592-949. We got another hour to go, but we have in studio early today, Al, the legendary Seth Joyner. And you know what that means now? If these San Francisco guys say anything now, they don't have to deal with me physically. No. They got to deal with one of the most ominous eagles of all time, yeah. Seth Joyner. Mm-hmm. He's invited everybody to his house for the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's right. We're going. That's right. Let's do oh, the show oh, from there. We're all all right. going to Seth's. Okay, at least I know what I'm going to go to the golf tournament first, then we're going to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Seth, would you like to confirm that everybody's invited, including all the listeners? (laughs) 
Show your asses up if you want to. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. He will break down all that we saw yesterday. As only said, join a can.